Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am super excited tonight as we have the amazing hard rock band coming on momentarily named Gone for Days. And uh, I truly love these guys, and it's been great developing a relationship with some of the band members uh, through the social media sites. So it's really a pleasure to bring them on, support these guys. They're going to be huge before you know it. And uh, we're going to go uh, on their journey tonight with how they came together as a band and talk about all the great things that they have in the works. So before I bring them on, I just wanted to let everyone know a little bit about the concept of my show. And first and foremost, I just want to thank everyone for the continued support. It's just been an amazing journey. I started the show about a year and a half ago now, and I really wanted to create a forum where I could bring people on in the entertainment industry to support them and promote them and help them get their names out there. A little bit about myself, Um, I have a doctorate degree in clinical psychology, and one of the things I really, truly enjoy doing is interviewing people. And then my other side is the entertainment industry. I do some writing for some magazines. Um, I have an album out as a solo artist. I'm doing some collaborative work now with different musicians, so it's been really interesting doing that type of stuff, too. And then I created the radio show. So I wanted to combine all these different aspects of myself to help people out in the entertainment industry because I personally know how difficult it can be, especially when you are independent and doing everything on your own. So on my show, you're going to get a really good taste of what these people's lives are like, what it's like to be in their profession. Um, A couple of things I just asked for people to keep in mind is, um, although I have my doctorate degree in psychology, my show is meant purely for promotional and entertainment purposes. It's not for any type of formal therapy or treatment. And I just kindly request that if um, my guests want to talk about any humiliating or embarrassing stories, and I'm a huge fan of comedy, I'm a big Howard Stern fan, uh, that we just keep any identifying information out, such as specific names um, of persons and organizations as they do not want to personally embarrass anyone, but we do want to make the show open so that my guests can feel free to talk about whatever they'd like. So if you're tuning in, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com, and you can join us in the chat room. I have a chat room open, but um, I do need to be focused predominantly on the interview since I am a one-person show. You can also call in, and I put the number in the chat room. It's 805-243-1320. So please feel free to call in. I'm sure the guys would love to hear from people, ask some questions, and uh, let me tell you a little bit about the band. Wow, we already have hmm, – I've got to see who's on the line here because we have a ton of callers on the line. It might be all band members. It might be some fans. We'll have to see who it is in a moment. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about Gone for Days. I don't want to get too much into their bio because I really want the guys to be able to talk about that when I bring them on the show. So I'll tell you a little bit about, though, their current hit single that they have out. Um, And I had the pleasure of uh, hearing it first and notifying uh, Jesse Justin, sorry, Pacey, who's the drummer, and we're going to be bringing him on tonight. And uh, their amazing hit single, it is called Guilty Pleasure. It's currently played uh, predominantly on Sirius XM Octane Radio, but they have some good news tonight. It's been added to a ton of other stations, so everyone has to download it on iTunes. The guys also recently were... um, playing with some major bands that they played with, including Fuel and Seltzer, and I'm sure we're going to talk about upcoming shows and tours that these guys have. So definitely check them out at goneforgays.com. Become a fan of theirs on Facebook, and they can plug all the other sites tonight. I'm sure they have Twitter 
and all those other great social media sites where people can find out about these guys. So I'm going to bring them on one by one to make sure that I, I have members. I'm not sure who everyone is here. Okay. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. Now, who's this? This is Justin. Okay. Hey, Justin. Because <laughs> I have tons of numbers up here. I just want to make sure that I can uh, get everyone's voice down because this is, uh, unfortunately, I don't have names here. I just have numbers. Okay. So this is Justin. Let me bring the next person on because this is a similar area code to you. Yep. All right. Hello? Harry, hello. Oh, oh, you got me. This is Chris. Hey, Chris. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good. Thank you for joining this, me tonight. This is Chris Taylor, by the way. Yes, that's why I figured it was, because you and Justin have similar area codes, so I could tell oh, from, I... The, from the switchboard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then we've got another random area code. I'm not sure. Do you, are you guys expecting anyone else to call in? Uh, Jesse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse I think it's, 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 it's 239 or 229 number or something. Oh, good. Okay, so Jesse's Okay, great. This is awesome. we got all of you guys pretty much calling in. Very cool. All right. So let me bring Jesse on, too, now. Hey, Jesse, how are you? Good. How's it going? Good, good. Thank you for joining us. It's great to have all you guys on. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no, it's really cool. So um, I guess, and I'd like for you guys, too, to just feel free to interject, you know, pull the interview in any direction you want to go, and I want to keep it open-ended. Um, I have some questions developed, but for the most part, I want us to be able to kind of pre-associate and just uh, go with the flow, okay? Yeah, no problem. All right, awesome. So why don't we, I mean, I found it very interesting just to start out a little bit about you guys. Why don't you each tell us a little bit about just kind of growing up, how you guys got involved in music, and give us just a little bit of background from that angle, and then we'll start getting into your bio, which I thought was very interesting in terms of how each of the members kind of met each other and came together. Chris, why don't you go first? Sure. This is Chris Taylor. Um, I actually started playing guitar uh, when I was in high school as a late bloomer and uh, just started writing songs and never stopped. Um, I don't think I've ever not been in a band since then, and uh, that's pretty much it. It was, you know, something that I've always wanted to do since I was little, just play music and and actually write music. Very cool, Uh, very cool. Did you have any other uh, backup plans, Chris, if for some reason, you know, music didn't go the way, or you just were kind of like, no, 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 it's just uh, (laughs) I I left college and and moved to uh, Manchester, New Hampshire with a backpack and a pair of sneakers pretty much. Wow. I've lived, uh, lived in shelters and, and uh, done a lot. Um, at, currently, I work um, in IT, uh, web design, art, and that type of stuff. But, um, nice. you know, it's something I just fell into. So when, just real quick, just to digress, you were, going to, were you going to school for that type of stuff, for art and graphic design? No, no, it was more, uh, it was for electrical engineering. So obviously, that wasn't going to last wow. very long. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, I just, uh, I, I I quit and uh, moved down to Manchester. Started playing acoustic in the bars and and started bopping and and uh, met some guys. Started writing, you know. Took that route. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Yeah. Cool. Who wants to go next? Go ahead, Jesse. Okay, I'm Jesse Hatch. I play guitar. Um, so I'm here for down for days. <laughs> um, same thing. I, I was a late bloomer. I started actually playing guitar around five. My father played in a band in the basement doing classic rock stuff, you know, when I was growing up. So I immediately was around the whole band atmosphere. Um, my father eventually ended up, you know, giving up playing in a band to, to raise us kids and make sure we have what we want. But um, I started very young and, 
was uh, opening for nationals and doing big shows by the age of 16. And, and that's when I really knew that, you know, I was going to absolutely make this my mission. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I grew up, you know, in the American school system where, you know, that they feed you this line that you can be anything that you want to be. And, uh, unfortunately I bit that hook line and sinker. <laughs> and, uh, some things that you want to be are harder than, than saying being, uh, you know, a police officer or something like that, Absolutely. where you can, for the most part, go get a degree and, and, and there's jobs available doing this right. a lot harder. So, um, just made that my mission. I, I, I did the same thing kind of with the college. I never actually went, but I grew to college out in uh, North Dakota being from uh, the Minneapolis area okay. and, uh, just decided that that wouldn't make me happy. So I moved to Florida to pursue music and, um, Ended up actually getting picked up um, from a band called Crushdown, who was on MCA Records, and that was my first major label experience. And uh, ended up staying down there writing songs for, you know, uh, the band that I was in, various different projects with my old singer, Justin Raymond. And uh, then from there, eventually took a label spot uh, in Nashville with Universal Music doing radio promotion and started doing some arts development and uh, through mutual management, that's how I ended up uh, meeting Chris Taylor. And long story short, ending all the way up here in New England, right uh, in Manchester. <laughs> so wow, that's definitely amazing. Definitely labor of love. We, we don't we don't do it for the money. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I money. know, guys. I, the only money we right. got is a song called Money. Yeah, and I love that song. It's a great track. So I can't wait for the album to come out so everyone can hear that. <laughs> but um. Right. No, that's interesting, Jesse. How did you transition? Because you said that you were in a major label band with MCA. And then how did you transition into doing some marketing, promotions, artist rep? Like, how did you get involved in that? Because I think it would be interesting for people to, you know, hear about that a little bit because I know I'm particularly interested in that and other people might be. Well, um, I basically try to, you know, put my hands on a whole different, you know, bunch of things if I can. Mm-hmm. Fort Myers, Florida was just kind of getting stagnant. Um, the music scene there was booming for a while in the early 2000s, and there was, you know, bands like Twisted Method and Cinder and, you know, Geffen and MCA were picking up several bands out of that area. But eventually it just died out being the, you know, kind of rich area retirement community that Fort Myers, Naples area is. And uh, I just, I needed to get out. So, um, I was actually looking at my options and my, um, personal friend Eric Baker had emailed me who was uh, currently you know doing uh, radio promotion for Universal and asked if I wanted to move up to Nashville and and learn how to do that and get into that cool. and I thought well you know that's just more doors opening so I got to the spot moved up to Nashville and uh did ironically like flow ride attracts and Paul Wall and John B and, and things that are like nothing that I would ever really personally listen right. to <laughs> But um, right. it gave me great knowledge and insight on how, you know, the major label uh, radio promotion end of things works. And then eventually, you know, they just started to realize my songwriting talent and started placing me with um, other major label acts like Future Leaders of the World. I did a few tracks with them. Wow. And, you know, Very um, cool. The band called Sexstone out of Kentucky, I believe. Uh, I wrote a, a song for them that ended up being a number one on NashvilleRock.com charts. So it was something that I really enjoyed. I was like, this is great. I can take music that, you know, they feel needs a songwriting hand and, and, you know, I kind of make it a little bit my own and mold it and hopefully spit it out and it's better than where it started. 
No, that's great. I mean, so right, exactly. You brought your song writing talents to the table as well as I'm sure you learned a ton about the industry just from doing all the other, you know, business related work you were doing. So that's really cool. Very cool. So what about you, Justin? How'd you uh start out in the music industry? Um, well, I mean, I, I started playing drums like literally when I was like three years old. Um, my my mom and my grandmother bought me like uh one of those Fisher Price marching band kits. And uh <laughs> I actually set it up like I sat in front of a chair and set it up like a regular, like a, you know, a normal drum kit. And, uh, you know, I would put the headphones on and listen to, you know, my mom's favorite records and, you know, kind of bang around and make noise, you know, to those. And, uh, so eventually, you know, as, as I got a little bit older, you know, like 11 or 12, I, I really started getting serious with, you know, wanting to learn how to play and, you know, listening to, you know, bands like Metallica and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Soundgarden and Iron Maiden and Slayer and all these bands, you know, it was like, oh, that's what I want to do. So, you know, I mean, I just stuck with it and all through high school played in bands. And when I got out of high school, started playing, you know, in bars and, and, you know, making money playing covers and, you know, playing in, you know, a bunch of different original bands. Um, But, you know, over the years, again, you know, uh, I ended up meeting Chris Taylor, um, and ended up playing in a band with him and a couple other guys called uh, uh, Vegas Temper. And mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's kind of how, you know, I hooked up with Chris. And during that whole period of, you know, playing in Vegas Temper, uh, as Jesse had mentioned, uh, the, the guy, Eric Baker, uh, you know, we were working with Eric Baker a little bit and come to find out, you know, now, <laughs> like, you know, five years after that, you know, Jesse was Eric's roommate at the time or working with Eric at the time, you know, and, you know, now it's, you know, we're, we're playing in a band together. So it's just... Right. Jesse, was actually, Jesse, Jesse was actually listening to some Vegas Temper to him. What was that you said? <laughs> Jesse was doing what? Je- Jesse was actually listening to Vegas Temper CDs through Eric. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a long time wow. ago before, before I actually had, you know, the opportunity to redo... Some of the Vegas stuff, Sick of Saving You, was uh, one track that when I first got the CD down in Florida, I fell asleep on the floor in the recording studio, and I just had Sick of Saving You on repeat, so I'm like, this is the coolest song on the record. And, uh, yeah, so like, like Justin said, the ironic the part yeah. of it, I'm, I'm even looking around and I'm here right now, is like, who'd have thought, you know? What a small world, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's really crazy. Yeah, music world is a small world, for sure. It is. I learned, you know, I learned that really quickly when I started out a handful of years ago. It's like, you know, things just kind of come full circle, and I learned how important it is just to kind of be low-key because you never know who you're going to meet, and everyone knows someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, so, and what was, just just out of curiosity, what does Vegas Temper sound like? What kind of uh, genre was it? Uh, it was a little bluesy. It was, it was. Similar similar style because I, I did a lot of the writing in Vegas Temper too, mm-hmm. um, but it was a little bluesier. Um, I think the Gone for Days stuff is a little more modern rock, and the old the old Vegas Temper stuff was a little bluesier. Oh, it's kind of like a Buck Cherry-ish. That's, it always struck me as kind of like a Buck Cherry, Hinderish kind of okay. thing. Of course, because I always thought that Chris's voice sounded like the guy from Hinder a little bit. So. Mhm. <laughs> yeah, I could hear that a little bit. Definitely. Definitely. So very cool. So here you guys are now today after uh, forming the band. And about how long ago did you guys come together? Well, we actually, did we come up, 
did we come up with it? Why don't you tell the uh, the um, the, the long story there? <laughs> yeah. well, well, we well, we came up with project, the project. I think it was on the project right. burst it. The, the project but, burst itself in 2010. Okay. Um, and, and this is when um, I had stopped working with um, my singer down in Florida. I had a production deal in motion with um, Tom Whitlock, who's a you know famous songwriter. Um, Brandon Mashburn, who was an up-and-coming producer at the time and stuff that was doing, like, Trust Company and whatnot. So yeah. uh, they came across our stuff and then picked us up, and I had all these things in place. And my singer down in Florida decided that it was time to take a break. Um, you know, he has a couple of kids and responsibilities and whatnot that couldn't take him away from Florida. So uh, at that point, I you know, what do I do? And, and that's when I, I called Eric Baker and said, what's Chris Taylor doing? What's up with Vegas Temper? And he said, I don't know. I'll give him a call. So I started sending bare tracks that I had written, you know, completed mm-hmm. with drums and guitars and everything that were all ready to sing on, structured out and for the most part, you know, ready to go. And um, it started over email. I mean, I, I started throwing him MP3s uh, via my Yahoo and, and he was sending them back after a couple of weeks, you know, sitting with them and, and everything that he came back with, I was liking. So cool. we uh, met in Missouri. We flew in and recorded some tracks with Tom and Brandon in Springfield, Missouri. And um, eventually decided the stuff was good enough. And we started having people, you know, take notice. So I don't have a family. I got a dog. And so I sold everything, packed everything in my car and, Drove 17 hours straight through the night from Nashville and wow. landed up here. Unbelievable. So that's kind of where wow. the name came from. That's kind of where the name uh, Gone for Days came from. Oh, and that, that's cool. I was going to ask you guys about that a little later. But, okay, so it came yeah. from just the picking up your bag and just kind of leaving? Yeah, exactly. I had to leave for a, I had to leave for a few days to go down and see him. He's left to come back, come up here. It's kind of like a catch-all type of Yeah, type of very cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. And then so okay, so this is when you this is how you guys are kind of regrouping and coming together. So then when does Justin come into the picture and the bassist, Chris Dickman? Yeah, we'll do a bunch of different lineup changes after Jesse moved up here. Um, just musical differences and and whatnot. Um we finally you know, we finally got Dickman up here from from uh, the Midwest as well. Uh Jesse's Jesse was living with him before he moved up Nashville. here. Nashville. In Nashville, okay. yeah, and um, and so then once he moved up here, we we uh, finally ended up with Justin Pacey after he left his last project. So very cool. Just, just a geographical uh, lesson for you, Chris. Nashville's not in the Midwest. It's not in the Midwest. <laughs> it's kind of in the South. It's considered okay. the South. I, I, it's all, I couldn't point it out on a map if you ask me. That's it's okay. like there's Don't too worry. many locations. We get juggling the locations and and. I've had certain interviews of like, so Fort Myers, Florida. And I'm like, no, I didn't move from Florida. Minnesota, Fort Myers. Yeah, I There you go. (laughs) Springfield. But being being gone for days, no pun intended, you guys just can't keep track. So there you go. Well, Dickman and I, Chris Chris Dickman and I were um, in a band together in Nashville. That's how I I moved Chris up here. Um, Him and I were, were bartending at the same place in Nashville. And he wanted me to listen to his CD. He had just got a CD, and he's actually the singer uh, for that band. He's a really good oh, wow. singer, a classically trained singer who, you know, he did stuff in theater when he was very young. And so um, I listened to the stuff and picked up his project and, you know, was rewriting and developing it. And we were, like, right in the midst of that when Chris Taylor called me, and, and you know, I left to come up here to, to do this. 
Um, and I will gosh, I'd say probably six months after uh, the lineup changes and after I moved here, uh, we were in need of a bass player. So I, you know, he was the first guy I thought of because he had always played some bass, but I wasn't sure like on what level, you know, he was going to be able to do it. But I wanted him to have the opportunity, so I called him and said, "Start practicing." I sent them the songs and. Uh, nice. You know, he's a smart dude, so I knew that he, at the very least, would give it his all. And we flew him up here for an audition, and he did great, and he nailed the stuff. So that's where he came into play. Very cool. And then Justin. Last but not least, comes on board. (laughs) Justin, why don't you tell him how we got stuck with you? (laughs) (laughs) No, well, you know, I I had left my last band, like, you know, around January, and I, I... honestly just was kind of burnt out from the whole music mm-hmm. business and, uh, you know, decided to take a couple months to travel with my wife who, who travels for a living. She's a, you know, an exotic dancer. And, you know, so I, I traveled the country, you know, just kind of laying low with her and, you know, came back from uh, one of my trips and happened to bump into Jesse out at the bar. And he was like, Hey man, you know, uh, you know, we should talk, you know, it'd be kind of cool, you know, and I'm like, yeah, 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 and I'm like, I'm actually leaving tomorrow for six weeks, so <laughs> it was kind of really bad timing, like, you know, all around, and, and I was, you know, kind of really bummed out about it, so, um, you know, during the, the six-week trip, um, you know, we had talked through email and text message and on the phone a bunch of times, and he sent me a bunch of the tracks, and I was just like, yeah, you know what I mean, there's that, that really is a no-brainer for me, you know. Right, right. Kick-ass band, great songs, and, you know, I get to play with an old buddy as well, you know. So it's, you know, it, it's just familiar ground. And, and, you know, after chatting with Jesse as much as I had, you know, over those six weeks, it, it was like it, it kind of felt like we had already been playing together or whatever, you know. And it, it was just, a, you know, a really easy transition, that I think, you know, as far as my part is concerned, uh, you know, I, it was easy for me to transition into a new project with these guys, you know, you know, having been, you know, been in a band with Chris for for years before that and and all that. So and you know, obviously, again, you know, the whole Eric Baker tie into the whole thing. It was like just really bizarre how you know we all ended up in the same band together now. <laughs> you know, wow. the line. Uh, what's that, Chris? Good. Yeah, yeah, it's just, Stars are aligned, yeah. Wait, what you know, say, it, it's kind of cool though, you know. I mean, I really feel that you know the chemistry is there, and you know, especially on stage, you know, the live show, it's just you know so high energy, and everybody's just giving it their all, you know. And it's it, it, it's just it's nice to see, and it, it definitely feels great to be playing up there with these guys, you know. <laughs> you know, it definitely seems like you guys have a really you know tight knit. Uh, you know, connection with each other, which is amazing, and it's so hard to find that in bands. So it's really cool, really cool. Yeah, I gotta have it, gotta have that, or it'll just fall apart real quick. Right, right. What do you think? Yep. Um, you know, we'll do one more question, and then we'll we'll get into hearing the first hit single we're gonna play. What do you think's different? Whoa, where are you guys at? <laughs> I heard like oh, a, a, a huge storm. And... Yeah, another huge storm. Uh, I'm actually on my way over to the rehearsal space now, and there's a there's a tree down. Oh gosh! Yeah, All I right. wouldn't be use bad here. Ay <laughs> um, I ran inside. I'm in the rehearsal space. <laughs> okay, good, good. You're safer safe. in here. Brick walls. Right. <laughs> 
What do you think, and you don't have to get into any like nitty-gritty from the other projects, but what do you think is different about this project in terms of, you know, the relationships with each other um, and, and having that kind of close-knit bond? I mean, I don't know. That's a tough question, you know. I mean, it's just, it's just really, like, you know, it feels like I never stepped out of, you know, being in a band with Chris. Mm-hmm. In the first place, you know, I mean, we we've yeah. we stayed in touch over the years, and you know, we saw saw each other, you know, out at bars, and I would always go see his projects, and he would come and see my projects, you know, and it was, you know, it was cool. We just stayed cool over the years, and I don't know, it's just, you know, I think just that the overall attitude of the whole thing, I, I think, is a lot different. You know, there's, I don't know, I mean, we're 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 kind of managing the, our own project right now. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things is that. You know, we don't have somebody that's not directly involved in right. you know, the part of it, telling us what to do and what not to do and, you know, and shooting things down and, you know, just whatever, you know what I mean? Right, so right. It, it's kind of cool. We're, 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 the four of us are all on the same page. I think that's what, like, the biggest difference is, is that, you know, everybody is all about moving forward, no matter what it takes, no matter what we have to do. You know, it, it, you know, if we have to go and do a bunch of free shows, then that's cool. If we have to travel and it costs us money at first, then right. you know, we're all, we, you know, everybody's been willing to to sacrifice a little to 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 gain yeah. momentum. You know, and we, I mean, we have our sissy fights, of course. You know, oh, of course, sure. Every so band has their sissy <laughs> fights, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like you know, we're not we're not 19 years old, so you know, we're right. all mature enough to. To just right. you know respect each other on a personal level, and that well, that is I think one of the main keys of how a band can work with four guys is there, there just has to be that respect level. Everybody has to understand everybody's personalities and accept certain mm-hmm. flaws and faults that every human being has. So you know it's and, and you just have to build it around that. You know like you know following Chris around to make sure like he's got enough hairspray, you know, that's like one of my jobs. (laughs) I'm not a hairdresser, but I always have to remember the hairspray because, you know, we, we sweat like wet hogs on, on stage when we're done. And, you know, he's, he's got that beautiful thick hair that all the girls love and and makes all the rest of us look stupid. And so I got to spray it with gotta be glue just to make sure it stands up to the, the lights and, in the performance, but you know, so, but that's what what I look like. I look like I came out of a swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. Unless we take it on ourselves. You know, everybody, you know, you got to do what you got to do, you know. uh, So that's what I do. I I make sure that I bring Chris's hairspray, you know. I think everybody everybody believes in the songs really strongly, and I think that's uh, a key to a successful band or a band that stays together and plays. Um, You know, just the songs are what holds us together, really. Definitely, and I have to say, you guys, too, in terms of, uh, I think, the the music, like you're saying, the mutual respect, but I think the other two things, and you guys kind of alluded to this, maybe not saying it directly, but is communication, you know what I mean, keeping the lines of communication and compromise. Like you said, whether it's going and playing free shows or it's going and traveling, you guys are willing to do what you have to do to get there. So I think that's, you know, I think there's so many different facets that make you guys a great band and and keep the kind of the strength and the you know, connection that you guys need. So that's really cool. All right. Well, with that being said, let's uh, let's fit in Guilty Pleasure. I definitely want to get to two songs tonight. So tell us a little bit about this amazing hit single that's all over Sirius XM Radio and was usually in the 
top two Biggins uh, top 15 countdown. Um, so tell us about this track, and then we're going to check it out. Yep, guilty pleasure was a track that Jesse had sent me over, uh, you know, over remotely, and I had sent it back to him, you know, with the vocals and the melody on it, and we really liked it. Decided it was one of our one of our better songs, and we went and recorded it uh, first. Actually, uh, got it mastered so we could have something to release. So it's actually the first mastered, first released single uh, from Gone for Days, and we're very pleased with the success that that it's gotten so far in such a short period of time. Um, you know, the song's about really, it could be about anything. Uh, it could be about relationship, could be about spirituality. Um, mm-hmm. It's very ambiguous as far as lyrics go. Um, I, it's the way I like to write. But, um, yeah, it's it's a uh, nice, nice, hooky, catchy tune, I think. Absolutely. I like and, the and fact he... that it's the latest thing that we wrote. Okay. It's one of the newer. Oh, yeah, that, you guys you know, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, yes, it is the most recent. Well, well, it fits well with, I mean, everything I heard. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, the whole album's amazing, but it fits really good with all the other tracks. Um, and please plug, I know uh, Justin was plugging stuff before on Facebook. Where else can people hear this song now? Because I know you had a couple of other stations that it was added to today. Yeah, actually, uh, today we got news that it was added to Hard Drive, which is a you know a syndicated radio show that uh, I believe uh, the Saturday edition of it uh, hits about 115 stations across the country. Um, nice. And the Hard Drive XL, uh, which we were added to, is I believe hits about 35 stations or something like that but it's it's a monday through friday thing it's five nights in a row i guess it's a kind of like a cage match thing that you have to you know vote on or whatever but uh you know i mean that's huge huge exposure and you know we've got what is the what's the station in chicago chris what is that uh wk yeah 105 uh yeah they've they've been they've been giving us some love there and uh almost number three there right yeah, we were number three, I guess, as of this week uh, on that station. Um, uh, the station Abilene, Texas, and I apologize for not knowing the call call letters, but uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're it's starting to take off, you know. I mean, the the, the radio thing is is, is a slow uh, burning mm-hmm. thing, but you know, it's it, it really the response that we've gotten from you know pretty much every program director we've sent it to has been literally wow, this is a hit song. So you know, the radio uh, call letters are K E Y J. K E L. That's right. Uh, K J. That's right. Yeah, those guys. Uh, they've they've given us tons of love down there as well. You know, and so it, it's just really a cool thing. You know, I mean, when it, when you hear it on the radio, like it, it doesn't get old. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Definitely. I hear. It. I was I was joking around with Justin because I work in corrections. I'm like, I hear it on my way to work, and I hear it on my way home from work every day. <laughs> so no, it's amazing. Very cool song. All right, so let's. Um, I'm going to put you guys on hold. We're going to check that out, and I'll just do a couple of quick commercial plugs and then we'll come back sounds good all right thanks hold on all right everyone again you are listening to the guys from the hard rock band gone for days we're going to check out their awesome hit single guilty pleasure you can currently hear it on Sirius xm octane and as they mentioned it's on a ton of other stations too please download it on itunes today and when we come back we're going to also talk about when their album is going to be released so uh check it out now we'll be back in a moment Cry, I 
Welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show, and that was the amazing song Guilty Pleasure by the hard rock band Gone for Days, and please check these guys out. Go to GoneForDays.com, become a fan of theirs on Facebook, and when we come back to I will let them plug all the different sites that you guys can uh, hook up with them and become a fan of theirs. Just want to do a couple of quick plugs for some supporters and sponsors of the show, as well as people that I support. I want to definitely give a plug to Flirt Energy Drink. It is a specifically formulated energy drinks for the uh, female athletes, so check them out at flirtdrink.com. Also, irocktv.co, amazing website promoting independent artists, fans, and more. You can visit them at irocktv, and that's just the letter I, rocktv.co. 
And I also want to give a plug to Davin's Den. As I mentioned, I'm a big comedy fan, and uh, we're supporting each other. So Davin's Den is a fast-paced podcast featuring comedians Davin Rosenblatt, Joe Curry, and Pip Helix. If you're looking for a show that can make you think and laugh out loud, then Davin's Den is the show for you. They go on live Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time to watch live episodes, hear or watch old episodes, or find more out about the show. Go to davinsdenpage.com at davincomedy.com, and that's D-A-V-I-N, comedy.com. All right, let me bring these guys back on. All right, we got Justin here, and then Jesse, and Chris. (laughs) (laughs) So awesome song, guys. Love it. Can't get enough of it. Great stuff. So um, let's see, where should we go now? I guess uh, give us a little bit of uh, information about kind of some of the bands that influence you guys. Chris? Well, um, I guess well, I would say uh, we, I mean, we got different stuff going on as far as the, you know, songwriting between Chris and I go, which is, I think, what gives us our unique sound. I come from a, you know, metal background, Metallica, Megadeth, that kind of stuff growing up. And then, of course, moving on into, you know, corn and things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. if it's heavy, I like it. Kill switch engage. I mean, cool. I, my, my, my music tastes go East and West, you know, Beatles, Pink Floyd, but I've always enjoyed performing and playing anything really heavy edged. So I think, and as you'll hear, uh, Chris's, you know, influences are a lot different and that's where I think we get our sound from. Cool. Yeah, I've, always been, uh, I've always been, a uh, what? No, no, go ahead. Justin? No, I didn't say anything. Oh, 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 oh. I was going to say, I'm more of a Beatles, Kiss, uh, you know, 90s, grungy, grunge type, you know, Nirvana, Soundgarden type. Nice. Cool. What about you, Justin? Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Like, you know, as both of them, you know, I mean, I grew up listening to Metallica and then obviously all the 90s grunge stuff, you know, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden. No more is one of my all-time favorite bands. You know, I listen to other stuff too. I mean, I like uh, I like Fiona Apple a lot. You know, I mean, I listen to a lot of the Beatles and Michael Jackson, and you know, my wife actually really got me into Madonna. You know, as of recently. Okay. Kind of funny, you know what I mean? I mean, I just like anything, you know. But I mean. Obviously, you know, I, I'm more geared towards the, the, the heavier stuff as well, you know. I mean, that's just kind of what, what I grew up on and what I've always played, you know. Cool. Very cool. No, I mean, definitely. Um, so in terms of, let's see, in terms of you guys with your album, let's see, where are you guys at right now in terms of completing that and getting that out so everyone can uh, hear this awesome album that you guys have? Yeah, Um, Money. <laughs> you know, okay. we're um, we're, our our plan, like like Chris said, we pushed the first single out. Um, and paid top dollar for mastering. Uh, you know, Bob Ludwig's team and, and all them uh, did. Uh, Adam over there did the mastering. Um, Adam A. M. The, the thing with the radio. What was it? Adam A. M. Yes, yes. And um, but just the, our gears kind of had to change because the song took off as quick as it did. We really, you know, we sent it out to Octane, and that was, I think, on like a Thursday. So we figured, you know, at best, the program directors will have a meeting about it or, you know, talk to, to Kayla, 
who is one of our you know best supporters over there. And you know maybe Monday they'll get to it. Well, you know Sunday we're we're at a show of ours and um, like it had actually, already been spun twice. Carrie, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but Carrie, you were the one <laughs> that I sent was. me a message on Facebook that said I just heard guilty pleasure on Octane, and I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, oh, was I was sitting in my car. Yeah, I was sitting yeah. in my car. I was waiting for something, and I'm like, oh my god, it's a gone for days guilty pleasure. I'm like, holy crap, here it is. So, <laughs> <didn't> yeah. <laughs> well, and then later that day, those guys were at a gig, and you know, they. I mean, Jesse was, you know, telling the story. I mean, go ahead and finish, Jesse. I, I didn't mean to interrupt like that. <laughs> Well, no, no, that's a bit of the that's a bit of the story I I didn't get because you know Justin came walking up to me in the back parking lot behind the stage and everything area and and said, did you know we're on Octane? I'm like, well, yeah, I sent the thing out. He's like, no, no, we're already on. Like we've already been spun twice. And I'm like, huh? And this is on a Sunday. So what yeah. had happened is the program director got it and really didn't even say peep to Kayla and just he liked it so much he threw it on. That's awesome. Really cool. Yeah. Congratulations. So um, everything just took off so quickly. You know, the response for the single has been awesome. So we're really, we're dumping all our uh, money into, you know, radio promotion right now. Gotcha. Um, Gotcha. It's a matter of just, you know, having the funds to master the rest of it and print the EPs and whatnot. And and, um, right now I think that we've got a lot of other things uh, that we really have to get in order in order for everything to work right, you know, getting our ducks in a row. Right. And we might uh, end up starting a Kickstarter campaign shortly. <laughs> oh, very cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Really cool idea. I've seen a lot of bands doing that, so that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, we may have to. We try to do as much as we can ourselves, you know. Um, I've seen those Kickstarter campaigns. I've always kind of been eh, not, yeah. not quite sure how I feel about them. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it may come to that. <laughs> What, that's interesting, though. What I guess on the on the well, we don't want to say negative side, but what's your kind of reservations about it? Um, I guess I just I don't know. Maybe it's a pride thing. I don't know. I've just, I've just always I've always done everything you know myself, and and just mm-hmm. been able to you know if you if you fight at it and you kick down doors and you're good at what you do, like I've always been to kind of just pave my own way. And um, right, it's it, it's a different state where you know your project is taking off to the point where you need investors like you know realistically if we had 20 grand to go to radio with that would be our ideal situation with you know the caliber song that we all think that we have right so it's i don't know it's like like i said i'm i, I don't know i'm not quite sure i just have always looked at them and went ah. i feel like it's begging i don't know you know what i'm saying I, uh, no i know what you mean and i that's what i was it's trying to get at but begging, i wanted to see yeah, what yeah, I wanted to see what your perception was before I kind of yeah. rejected anything. It's, because it's something that's totally new now, and, and I get it because of, you know, the way the music industry is sunk, shall I say, you know, and it's changing and putting artist control in their hands. And so, you know, I, I see the realization and the need for those type of things. It's just something I haven't dealt with in the past before. So right. it just didn't, I didn't know what I thought about it at first. Right. And And I guess, I mean, unless you guys want to, anyone else want to talk about Kickstarter, or we can kind of move on? Yeah. <laughs> no, we can move on. Um, we no, actually I, I haven't think, started it yet. So. Right, right, right. I think the the other um, interesting thing that you said, Jesse, is just in terms of how the industry has changed from, you know, five, ten years ago. And, and what is your, you know, what are you guys' impressions about that in terms of 
like you said, it's more in the artist's hands now, and it's it is a lot tougher. Oh yeah, immensely tougher. Record deals are, you know, very scarce. Major labels very sign very few acts a year now, and I mean, there's hardly any publishing deals attached to those anymore. Any tour support, any advances, and things like that that you know used to happen. So, I think that's the toughest part of you know the change was that you know major labels used to be it. Like if you got signed right. to a label, you at least knew you were going to get a shot, you were going to get a push. But now, uh, I mean, gosh, if Warner Brothers called us up and wanted to offer us a deal, the first thing I would do is get scared. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, yeah. that's a huge label to deal with. And then right. you got to look at the people that are on that label who are basically kind of like your competition. Like, here's our album sales. You know, we've got this person, this person, and this person that sell millions, and then they throw you in there and Bottom line is it's money. If we don't return their investment plus some, we'll be right. bye-bye next year. Right, right. That's so scarier. Guess, it's, it's a lot scarier. It is. <laughs> it is, definitely. So are you guys just going to continue to, you know, manage independently yourselves as long as you can? Let's say we're going to Absolutely. keep our options open. Right, right. We'll keep our options I mean, open. Right. right. Yeah, we're we'll not going to turn down something that obviously looks like a good opportunity. Right. But um, until that point, yeah, we're going to keep the control with us. And, yeah, you know. at this point, there's so many, there's so much resources out there for bands to do things on their own, you know, from the Kickstarter, from the mastering, from, you know, all these places where we can print our stuff for cheap. I mean, right. if, if a band, you know, buckles down, they can get a lot done. Definitely. That, I know. Yeah, that, that band's, bands, uh, you know, 10 years ago would not not even have been able to think about getting done. You know, I think bands today can do a lot more by them on their own, and and hence make a lot more of the money, keep a lot more of their, you know, their own songwriting, right. publishing, exactly. that type of stuff. stuff right. Stuff. Cool. Cool. Well, that's um. Yeah. No, I can definitely see how it's changed a lot, and I think you know, investors too. Is that another big thing that's kind of going on today with, you know, people that want to invest in the band in terms of versus going maybe a major label route if you can find an investor? Because I've known some actual pretty big bands that have had just major investors, and that's how they've, you know, done what yeah. they've done. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've, all the yeah. guys from Hinder each borrowed 15 grand from their parents. You really? know, and that's what allowed, yeah, that's what allowed them to, you know, money can get you in some doors, you know. Do you want to work with, do you want to work with, you know, Brian Howes or somebody like that, a, a great producer? Offer mm-hmm. them thirty grand, they'll do your record. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? So well. it's, yeah, it definitely is. You know, great to have somebody or somebody something like that available to get that first push, and then from there, I truly, honestly believe that it's up to the band and it's the song. Songs are king. If once you get that push, you know, I've seen it happen. Bands get signed, and and they were bands that like I was kind of baffled. It was like a Geffen Records band. And of course, I won't say the name, but it was like, how did these guys get signed? I don't think they, the material is like that awesome. Like they're okay. Right. But here they are growing out with Creed and bands like that. And I'm like, I don't get it, you know? Um, and, and it didn't work. They got their push, they got their deal, but the people didn't respond. 
So it's it's a matter of, you know, once you get that push, you got to give, you know, your best effort to keep writing great songs and, of course, you know, topping your last song and, and, and things like that to, you know, get to where you need to be. What's that? Hello? Hi. We lost Chris. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> No, I'm here. just talking to a stranger on the street. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but that, no, I, I can understand what you guys are saying, and that makes a lot of sense in terms of, right, to keep it going and keep getting to that next level and, and pushing yourselves. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, so let's uh, let's do this. Let's check out Falling Awake, cause, and that's an amazing song. I love that song, too. And uh, that was one Justin recommended that I play as the second song tonight. So tell us a little bit about that one. And we'll then we'll well, that's a list. funny story because that's Chris's favorite song. Okay. And it's one it's one that I initially rejected. I didn't I didn't it just didn't do it for. I don't know if it was because of the rapid way I was getting things back, uh, and I was maybe falling so in love with some of the other tracks he was sending back. He sent that one back to me, which was. You know, the actual track was an old song that I'd done with a previous guy and just pulled his vocals off, and, and he sent it back, and I was like, well, no, nah, I don't really like it. And he's like, are you crazy? <laughs> you know, he's like, that's my favorite one. That's everybody's favorite one. Like, you know, I love that song. And I, I really was like, eh, I, I don't, I, I'm not into it. And I'm like, maybe try something else. And he's like, no, forget it. If you, you know, he's like, if you don't want to use that, I'm not even going to try that track again. So we pulled that one out. Um, wow. After I moved here, after I moved here, after we were practicing for a couple of months, we were like, okay, what else do we have in the vault? And Chris was like, oh, I still like that song, Falling Awake. And I was like, I'll listen to it again, you know, for sure. I'm not like opposed to anything, really. I, I understand how the ears can hear one thing one day and hear something different a different day. So it, I, I, it had been a year and a half since I heard the song and he threw it in and I was like, huh, I had to kind of bite my words. I looked at him and said, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm wrong. I was wrong. I gotta tell you, I was wrong. It was a good song. Yeah, it's an amazing song. It's really great. Oh, you have to ask Chris as far as like the, the lyrical content. You know, is, is usually in Chris's hands. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I mean, once again, it's uh, it's just uh, you know very ambiguous. It could be about uh, a bunch of different things. I think I was in the mindset of of uh, breaking away, trying something new, and I guess it's along that that lines. It's really, it's you know, I do write specific songs, but this is not one of them. It's it's another one of those ambiguous, um, could be about anything songs. Okay, cool. All right, that's really all I can say about. Okay, <laughs> well, let's. Uh, I'll put you guys on hold again. We'll check it out, and then we'll uh, come back and start talking about a little bit more about upcoming shows. If you guys have anything you want to plug and let the audience know about, all right. All right. All right, Sounds thanks. Good. Hold on. All right, everyone, we're going to check out the next song tonight that we're going to play off of Gone for Days' uh, self-titled album, which will be out at some point in the future. And this title track is uh, called Falling Awake. <laughs>
All right, everyone, another amazing song from Gone for Days titled Falling Awake. Please be sure to check these guys out at goneforDays.com. And uh, we have a member in the chat room named Glenn. Want to give him a plug. He's from Nashville. And uh, he says he cannot wait to hear uh, you guys on 102.9 The Buzz. And he is requesting that um, Chris Dickman uh, get on the air now. So I'm going to bring you guys back on. All right. Yo. Okay. So can we get Chris on the line for uh, Glenn? <laughs> I have no idea where Chris is. Oh, you don't? Oh, I, I don't know. He's not uh, out here. Uh, Justin's like typing. He's at the studio. All I thought right. he's at the rehearsal. <laughs> no, I'm I'm at the, I'm at the rehearsal space. He's not here. Oops. Okay. No, Sorry, I... Glenn. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, 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 guys, and this is a little inside joke for my guys, but, like, did yes. anybody else shit their pants when the word Glenn came out? Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, he is not calling. And then I had, uh, okay, Nashville, not Nashua. All right. Yeah, uh, I, believe me, I read the name, and I, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we won't go there with you, Terry. Okay, I guess it's an inside joke. That's okay. <laughs> yep. Had to All say right. it. Had to. That's fine. But he seems like he's a big supporter of you guys, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So, well, hello, um, so hello to the Glenn, hello to the Glenn that is listening, and I believe he is uh, one of Dickman's friends, and maybe you even know him. He says, "Tell, tell him GNS says that he needs to get his rear on the air." Right. And that he's a loser. <laughs> Aw. Cool. Cool, guys. Well, everyone's having fun, so that's what, that's what matters. <laughs> so um, so where can people see you guys? Have any upcoming shows that you want to plug that people can uh, come check you guys out live? Yeah, we're at the um, next one we have scheduled, and things pop up all the time, but um, August 18th at the Hard Rock uh, Cafe in Boston. Um, we're playing with some friends of ours, Mindset X, are having their uh, CD release, uh, release party out there. So that's our next show um, in August. And um, August 31st is uh, Stone Temple Pilots at Meadowbrook up here in New Hampshire. Wow, um, very follow, cool. Yeah, waiting for that one. Followed by the Rise Above Fest at Meadowbrook but later that Monday on the 3rd. September the 3rd, yeah. guys. And that's with Cedar and Buckcherry. Puddle of mud. Puddle of mud, yeah. Wow, very cool lineup. That's great. So I think that's about it, isn't it, guys? Let me check with my booking manager. Yeah, I think that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Justin, what do you got? (laughs) September 3rd, yeah. I checked with I checked with our booking as well, uh, and it is it's September 3rd at Meadowbrook in Guilford, New Hampshire. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Justin does handle a lot of the booking, so. Right, Justin's the booking manager, so he had to check with himself. <laughs> I think I can get I think I can get Dickman on. Oh yeah, Dickman. Yeah, he he just rolled in. Hang on a sec. Uh oh. All right. You're on the air. Say hello to Glenn. Hello. Dickman. Hey Chris. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Doing all right. How about you guys? Cool. Thank you. Everyone, uh, there's been someone asking for you to come on the air named Glenn from Nashville. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> he's in the chat yeah, room, and he says, where is Dickman? <laughs> oh, he's a good friend of mine from back home. Cool. 
So how are you doing? What are you talking about? Oh gosh, tons of stuff. You'll have to listen to the podcast. Oh, definitely. <laughs> we've we've pretty much just talked about you, um, and like your literally. Yeah, and your mohawk and hairspray for the last 59 minutes. Can't take Dickman anywhere. <laughs> can't take Dickman anywhere. I go up and down Hampton Beach, and we get stopped every three feet so people can pet his mohawk. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> they did, Chris. They yeah, talked about yeah, how they have did. to bring hairspray around for you. They did talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we have to do that for, for Taylor, too. So it works. We use the same stuff, so it, we make it happen. Nice, nice. <laughs> Cool. So, no, it's been a great interview. The guys have been great. We've just been, you know, talking about the band, how you guys came together, plugging some songs. So it's been cool. Awesome. Killer. Can't wait to listen yeah. to it. All right. So uh, anything else you want to feel free to say because we're going to wrap things up shortly. Ah, uh, no. Get our, get our Twitter page open. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm sure the guys have already plugged Facebook and Twitter and the website. Um, I'm sure they've plugged the new concerts we got coming up. Um, so yeah, just definitely, it's been, you know, it's, it's been a great journey. I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Hanging with a great group of guys. We're going to make some stuff happen. So I'll leave it to them. Vote for us for the Uproar Festival. We are uh, in a competition to do the Uproar Festival in our area. There's a link on our wall, um, to go and vote for that as well. And, uh, I believe that about covers it, doesn't it, boys? Yeah. Real quick, what's on Twitter? What's your, uh, what's the name for Twitter? Is it just gone for days? yeah, we've got we've got uh, at Gone for Days and at Gone for Days NH um, up there for Twitter. Uh, the Facebook okay. is Facebook uh, dot com slash Gone for Days Band. Um, you can find us on Reverb Nation. Um, and definitely, definitely, if you guys have uh, XM Radio, anybody that's listening to this, uh, you know, feel free to shoot them an email or leave them a message on their Facebook wall or whatever. Tom, that you want to hear some more Gone for Days, and, uh, you know, it seems to be working so far. So, you know, we really appreciate, you know, everybody's support and, yeah. you know, and even your support, Carrie. I mean, this is, uh, you know, it's been a really cool opportunity for us. I was really excited about doing this interview, and I know the rest of the guys were as well. No, it's been a yeah, pleasure, guys, seriously. I mean, it's it's just awesome supporting you guys, and especially since you're, you know, just really kind of just breaking out there. So it's it's great to be kind of on that side, too, because I know you guys are going to be here. Where are you going now? Are you in Maryland? No, I'm in New Jersey. In Jersey, okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to have yeah. to get, get you up this way or us down that way one of these days so you can see yeah, the real definitely. deal. Yeah, I would love to yeah, meet well, you guys, absolutely. We're, we're going to make that happen sooner than later. So, uh, you know, with, with as things start to pick up with radio, you know, obviously we're, we're going to be, you know, supporting those areas uh, as best as we can. And, uh, you know, Jersey is definitely on the list. Um but, you know, other than that, I, I definitely, I, I know that uh, I wanted to give a, a shout-out to a, a buddy of ours that's been helping us out a lot with um, the social networking uh, stuff, uh, Tony Batman um, over at A Entertainment News. Uh, you know, he's been just, like, you know, writing up, you know, stories on us and just reposting stuff and talking to people and, you know, helping us out. So, you know, I definitely wanted to give him a shout-out. Right on. Okay, Next cool. person that I really think we ought to give a shout out to real quick is John Wyman. He's the producer that did this record. He's up in Portland, Maine. And as you can hear, if you want a record done right, I mean the guy is amazing. Out of all of the, you know, major label noted producers I've worked with, I would fly anywhere from the country if I could afford it to fly up to Portland to record with Wyman. So guys definitely check him out if you wanna get some great recordings and uh, he's a genius. So 
Got to give Wyman a shout out. Yeah, no, amazing job on the album, especially you guys too, because the songs are just uh, awesome songs. They're there. Every song could be a hit single. I mean, personally, from what I can hear on the album, so it's great stuff. Well, that's what we hope. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, Justin, we'll still keep in touch, and uh, I know because we've been able to talk off the air, which has been great. And yeah, if you guys need any other support, please let me know. Uh, it's my pleasure supporting you guys. It's been amazing having you on, and. Um, Definitely get in touch with me for future shows, too. I'd love to bring you back on at some point later in the future. Definitely. No, we we gone. What was that? You cut off for a second. You there? Oh, I was just saying that, that oh. I, I think he said thank you, and, and I was just saying, you know, we, we'd love to come back on sometime, and thanks again for having us on here. This has been really cool and, and fun to do. Absolutely, definitely. And just so and you guys and everyone listening in, if you for some reason tuned in late, there'll be a podcast available as soon as the show goes off the air. So uh, feel free to continue promoting that. The podcast gets tons and tons of listens. So it's a great way to get your name out there, too. Awesome. Right. Let's jam, boys. All right. Awesome. all right, guys. Thank you so much tonight. I wish you guys much continued success, and I see all amazing things happening for you guys uh, continuing down the road. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you so much. Right. Thanks, Have a good night. Thanks, guys. Take good care. Okay. Bye-bye. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Again, you just heard the hard rock band Gone for Days. And uh, please check these guys out. Go to Facebook.com slash Gone for Days. Check them out at www. Again, long day, guys. I could work a full-time job. Uh, GoneForDays.com. And as I said, they're on Twitter. And uh, they have tons of upcoming shows, so please check them out. Download their hit single, Guilty Pleasure. Request it on Sirius XM Octane, and uh, just visit them and vote for them to become a part of the uh, Uproar Festival, as they mentioned, too. So next week uh, on Tuesday, and let me check the date. I think it is, what's today? Today's the 17th, so that would be Tuesday the, hold on, let me look at my calendar here, the 24th. I have an amazing singer-songwriter She's a, a pop jazz artist named Haley Loren. She'll be coming on at 8 p.m. on Tuesday, July 24th. And, again, I just personally want to thank everyone for the show who has been supporting it. I've had so many amazing guests that I've had the honor and opportunity of interviewing. And uh, let's just keep making the show better each week and just keep getting the listeners in here. And also please listen to the podcast. I have about 80 to 85 interviews now that I've done. Comedians, authors, entrepreneurs, musicians, runs the whole gamut of uh, people in the entertainment industry, so I'm sure you can find someone interesting that I've interviewed. Please follow me on Twitter at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you. Also, please become a fan of the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook. I keep it regularly updated with upcoming events and guests. Um, I have two personal pages on Facebook. One of them I've maxed out, so if you can't befriend me on that, send me a request on the second one that I've created to keep in touch with everyone. And my official website is CarrieEdelman.com. So I'm just going to close the show tonight with one of the songs off of my debut album, Leave It All Behind, which is available on iTunes and all other major digital sites. You can find it by searching Carrie Edelman. And let me just go into the switchboard here. I've got to scroll down. Um, let's see. Tonight let's, I will play Another Life. This is uh, one of the rock ballads off of my album. So if you like what you hear, again, please check it out by going to iTunes and searching Carrie Edelman. Thanks again for everyone for tuning in and have a great night.